1: On today's episode, the world's strongest man, WWE Hall of Famer, a world champion in not one, not two, but three different sports. Mark Henry and I get you ready for full gear this weekend by talking to no other than Cody Rhodes. That's right. Right here on the Busted Open Podcast. On a Falls Count Anywhere Friday, and we getting you geared up. That's right, for full gear that's taking place tomorrow in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Don't forget, also available on pay-per-view BR Live. And one of the, listen, Mark, top to bottom, this card is insane.
2: It's, it's absolutely nuts, Dave. I mean, there's so much that you can look at that that could be the main event. There's, and like, there's like five matches that could be the main event. Yeah, and one of those big
1: matches is involving our next guest, and that is the one and only Cody Rhodes. Cody, good morning. How are you today?
3: I am. Uh, I'm doing wonderful. Last night, Mark Henry can tell you, we had a very successful and, and fun outing with the uh, community outreach team at Memory Lanes. Uh, I can't wait to share some of the pictures because it was just. Just hundreds if not thousands of fans and uh, we were able to raise a lot of good money for the winning charity which was the washburn center for children inner circle was the team that won even though somehow jd drake was on their team seemed like a paid ringer situation either way uh, it was a great event was very proud of mark henry of course captain sean dean amanda huber who's just doing wonderful in this role and everybody everybody came, all the talent, all the crew. It was, it was a highlight of a full destination weekend like you guys are talking about.
2: Cody, you, you said that uh, J.D. Drake is a ringer. Well, what exactly does that mean to our radio listeners? Well, well
3: listen, I mean, I mean, if you see the pictures, obviously I, I know a thing or two about a bowling alley. You know, I thought I was kind of walking in the Pete Weber of this event. And turns out this guy's a legit league bowler. And that, the, I, I was not up to the, uh, I was not up to the task. I was, I was humbled, Mark, I was humbled. And captain was humbled because captain was talking a lot of shit. Captain was, was. telling everybody how he was, he was going to beat everybody. And me and him are going to sit down and have a conversation today about, about how much do we talk you know because looking at revolution looking at our next pay-per-view i'm thinking that we do this something similar whether it's softball again uh bowling but a lot of folks are considering doing basketball and i i can't be humbled on the basketball court either i can't i can't i can't have it
2: wow well y'all do basketball you can definitely count me out cuz you know my back is destroyed <laughs> i'm i'm still here I'm here, yeah, you I'm still here came to work, to work
1: though, even though you hurt your back, which we appreciate, Mark. Uh, Cody, it, listen, uh, this is a this. I just – I'm excited about this weekend. Uh, we've been talking a lot Who about – Who is
3: speaking to me? Who is speaking to me? It's LaGreca. Oh, you know what? I thought of – my friend uh, Gabby, she works with y'all, close friends. I thought it was her, because uh, hey, I wanted to chat with her. She's been doing a great job. I want to
1: clear the air with with you,
3: uh, look, right here. You know people been uh, hitting us up on social uh, about what what did you say? That Brandy had what was it? What were your words?
1: I don't I I don't I don't know what you're talking about.
3: It was something about you said she had googly eyes. I think the oh. term was googly eyes. Uh,
1: yes, that that term might have might have been used, Cody. You got to understand, oh. Cody. You 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 should know better. Bully was stirring well, the pot. Bully was stirring oh. the pot on the show yesterday. You know, I would well, never, ever disrespect you or 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 Brandy. That would never happen. Bully well, likes no, to I mean, stir it, the pot.
3: He does. I mean, but that's ultimately, Bully is, his name is Bully. So if we're, I don't know why we'd be confused about that, but I'm not blaming Bully. Oh, uh, I actually am not blaming you either because, because of your condition that Mark and I and your whole team, we're all aware, you know, of your everyday struggles and the condition that you have. Those, those things are going to slip, you know, and I, I'm, I'm all, I understand. I, i work in. You mean the diarrhea
2: of the deal. mouth.
3: Well, I mean the diarrhea of the mouth, but also, you know, he's been suffering his, as far as I know, his whole life from, he's got a, he's got a micro penis. Correct. <laughs> oh, uh,
1: Cody. Um, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I don't know if uh, if you listen. Violetta might hey, think a if, little bit differently, but go ahead.
3: No, I mean if this is something that's breaking news, gosh, I didn't want to bring this to you guys. If this is breaking news, I just I thought the whole industry knew. You know, the little grub worm coming out the apple. He, he's like he's got micro penis, and living I- living with a micro penis, Dave. That is gotta Lisa be. The blade cuts it. hurt too. You know that's just gotta. That's just got. That's a tough life. And look at what you made for yourself. You got people. You you got friends. You get to see Mark Henry. You get to see the world's strongest man every day. You get to honor him being on your show. Bully the great, great Gabby. And here you are sitting <laughs> there with your with your with your micro dick. So
1: what is with uh, you today, Cody? What no, is my fear this just, morning? Uh, they sent me a list of topics. <laughs> oh, they sent you a list of
3: topics. Okay. They sent me a list of topics and well, you know, my the, my publicist and everyone said you wanted to talk about it, but but I the main thing is well, clearly we're talking about full gear. We're talking about yes. the biggest pay-per-view, Tony Khan is going to tell y'all all about it in terms of if if Tony's coming around today or what, but it's the it's the new we've got this new roster on with AEW in addition to the old roster. And they're kind of converging on the scene in a big time building in the Target Center in Minneapolis. Uh, that there is no pay per view that's going to be better than this. And that isn't that isn't smack talk. There's just this this company it scares me. It is aggressively growing, uh, and I'm so proud of everybody and everything involved. It it almost scares me though. And this is this is one of those events that will absolve my fears because we just have the best bell the bell guys best bell to bell girls and they're gonna they're gonna tear it down that place is gonna be on fire uh for two nights rampage and of course uh full gear
2: cody can can you confirm the fact that there are at least five matches that could be a main event I can confirm and it, you Mark you've
3: been on those cards where people say, Well, yeah, hey, every every match is a main event and you've known like somebody was lying to you.
2: <laughs> I do and, know.
3: Right. And I, I this is one of those ones the truth doesn't need weight. It doesn't. Look at this card. Look look and, and look at what dynamite's been up to lately. We there is a question I think out in the wrestling world and maybe it's it's a little bit of trepidation or just fear. But there's a wrestling – in the wrestling world, there's this question of how many people can they have on the roster. They keep adding people. They keep adding people. One of the reasons I would speculate that Tony keeps adding people is the fact that he can provide legitimately fantasy dream matches on a weekly basis. Some of them are rooted in deep, uh, almost that Southern pathos, like stories and others are – personal issues and modern and meta and all that wonderful i mean everything that comes with a inner piece of entertainment today and and others are just straight up i want to see this wrestler wrestle this guy um you could there could be no personal issue between brian danielson and miro but i have to see it i have to see it that's the main event there's a huge personal issue with cm punk and eddie kingston and we only saw the tip of that ice I have to see it. There's years worth of equity in Hangman Adam Page. I have to see it. Just like you said, it's it's a name of the pay-per-view. might as well be main event because every, every every one of these matches, very lucky to be, be on this card. Very lucky.
1: Well, Cody, I always relate uh, pro wrestling a lot of times to the world of the NFL. And like when fans talk about, well, you know, former WWE talent and sign, AEW signing them, I look at that. I look at those wrestlers as free agents. You know, should a should an NFL team not pick up somebody that they think could fit on their team and be successful? I think it's the same thing with pro wrestling. If if there's a if there's a wrestler that's recently been released, why would you not want to pick up that talent? But that aside. You know, your homegrown AEW talent is really excelling on this roster as well. And you got to be proud of the younger talent really getting to the heights that they've been able to do in such a short time.
3: Of course, we're, 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 we're so proud. And, and when people, I don't even get mad when people, even when they drop like WWE reject out there, I don't even get mad. Yesterday was my last day on, on Twitter um, because of how just the amount of sniping and negativity on there, I just moved everything over to my Instagram. But, but I don't even get mad at it because they, they had X amount of years, two decades, where that was the only product. Whereas you, what you're saying, and, and this is one of the first times you said anything on this show that, that is correct, but it is correct. What you're saying is how wrestling was, when I was growing up where wrestlers came from all over the place. Well, that guy came from smoky mountain. Well, that guy came from, uh, you know, NorCal the people, you, everybody comes from somewhere. And one of the toughest things as a wrestler and I experienced this personally is you never, you never finish where you start. And a lot of times r- wrestling fans, it's very easy for them to write you off and say, Oh, that's what he never made it there. She never made it there. This was this, that's all they were. And that is the journey you have to go on to literally prove critics wrong and prove your fans. Right. And it sounds so easy, but as Mark can attest to in wrestling, it is incredibly difficult, but that is the weekly journey of any wrestler is you know, advocating for your fans and absolving those, those critics. Yeah. Everyone's a WWE reject or everyone's a, uh roh guy everyone came from mlw i mean literally everybody comes from somewhere
0: Um, but
3: like you said the best way to really look at it is these are free agents and tony khan has the money he has the time and he has the interest to go get these free agents without him saying i want matt nick kenny hangman cody brandy in the very very beginning we were all free agents at that same time without that moment the company doesn't start so this guy has built the company on going and getting free agents. Uh, I hope we I hope he keeps going and getting them. And I hope I can help him look for as many free agents as are, are out there.
2: Cody, you I always, you know, I have to put this to my love for the movie Pulp Fiction. You said that you're off Twitter and you moved everything to Instagram. That reminds me of a scene in Pulp Fiction where Jules was said he was going to give him the fifteen hundred dollars that's in his wallet. He said, "If you give that Nimrod fifteen hundred dollars, I'm <laughs> going to shoot him on general principle. If you get off twist, if you get off Twitter because of those Nimrods that talk shit that can't get hit because they're hiding behind a, a screen, like we're gonna have a problem. Like you, the hell with them people. They can say whatever oh. they want."
3: well mark it's actually it's actually I didn't want to put this all out of a call, but I don't know if you noticed it, it Twitter's got invaded by all those porn bots they're on every you know they're on every uh, they're on every post you make now, and I'm thinking about oh. community community outreach activations and I mean we're sitting here with you know you and I talking and then we've got micro penis Dave over there, you know, you can't bring all that <laughs> porn around him. That's already hey, I, a problem. You
2: know? See, that's where the problem lies, Cody. I've been off of social media for nine days. It'll be 10 days tomorrow because I got locked out. Um, so I've, I haven't seen any of this stuff. So good for me. Yeah,
1: but you know what? I take exception to Cody because he's t- he's listening to the people on social media because he's coming at me about something that I didn't even say on this show. But see how oh, he comes Dave. out with me with venom and hatred, Mark? You know me; Dave. I'm a good guy.
2: No oh, venom, no like hatred. Kevin Owens now.
1: <laughs>
3: no, no venom, no hatred, I'm smart. and wrestling fans know. As wrestling fans know, every now and then I've got a hypocritical nature. I say one thing, and then another thing happens. I can't. I learned. I, I, I learned in wrestling you really should just never say this is the absolute way it's going to go. And then when I first started in the executive role, I made that mistake a lot. So I mean, I was clickbait king on dumb things that I said. But, I mean, you, y'all, y'all talked to me long enough, and I, throughout your whole condition, Dave, we've, we've, you know, had many conversations. So, you know, we, they brought that to my attention, and I just wanted to make sure you knew I was okay with, yeah, Brandy was making googly eyes at you or yeah. whatever, and, you know, that, that's fine. So you need that, and that's fine.
1: Well, you know, Cody, it is, it is quality over quantity, but I will say this as well. Um, I'm a fan of yours and I love the fact that you're not swaying in one direction based on fans reactions in certain places. Cause I think we've seen over the last couple of weeks, this last Wednesday being an example of it, where the fans still love you and you've made it clear that you are who you are and you're not going to change just because certain people want you to change.
3: A hundred percent. and And I've actually tried to, I'm, I'm really careful with how I talk about it because so many people think that there's some sort of trap to what I'm saying. And when I went out and cut that promo, you know, AEW, it's an uns- we're unscripted, man. We're authentic. Anyone ask me what we are that's different than other wrestling companies, that's the number one thing I say is authentic. What I told everybody and how, how I love them, and that's a deep love. You got to understand these people have been feeding me since I was a little kid before I ever took a bump. And what I told them is what I meant. I will not turn heel. Um, and I, I don't, you know, again, you don't want to drop an absolute on anybody, but I don't have a lot left in my career. Uh, I, I don't have another 10 years. There's probably three more years of full-time wrestling, and I want to get every accolade I can get my hands on. I want to be the best me I ever was as a pro wrestler, and the way I'm going to do it um, is as me. And if we try really hard to rope me into babyface, rope me into heel, I think we're going to miss this, this wonderful moment because, like you said, Indianapolis was a total home game. Um, that's what Aaron Anderson says. It's either going to be a home or away game. I know walking into certain markets is going to be an away game. Very likely, New York City, that's an away game. Uh, walk into Atlanta, Georgia, that's a home game. Indianapolis was a home game. Miami was a home game. That, that's, it, that's the greatest energy and the greatest gift the fans could give me is to keep doing what they're doing. Um, just because I've wanted them to watch me my whole life. And it took a long time, man. It took a long time. And and now, now we've got them. And I just want them to take this ride and know it's not the same ride that people have taken you on before. It doesn't end the same way. That's what AEW is. You can look at references from our alternative and our competitor and always be like, well, they did this and they did this and we she should do it like this, or she should do it like this. We are doing something different here for better, for worse, whatever it may be. We are our own thing. And that includes me not doing some stereotypical, uh, on-screen commissioner garbage, uh, EVP heel turn, you know, I mean, you got fans, Dave, a few, and they, <laughs> They probably already think of me as a heel. You, they might, you know, even though I support you and I've always supported you throughout your condition, but you, it, that's okay. It's okay.
1: You are something else,
0: man. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble.
1: Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Um, And the one thing that AEW presents, and Bully and I have talked about this, Mark and I have talked about this on the air, is the party atmosphere when you go to an AEW event. Um, you know, I'm, this is not a knock on other companies, but it's not the same type of atmosphere. It is more of a, a television product than a live event product. You're able to balance it. Is that Was that on purpose? Or, or you know, was, is that something that you definitely wanted to have come across on TV about how rowdy that AEW faithful can be being presented on TV?
3: Ah, you know, that's that was something that was brewing even pre-AEW when you look at All In and you look at what was happening. I was explaining that to a lot of the people who are, who are new uh, in our fold about how we would do these ROH shows and the shows would be fine and whatnot. But then at the end, you'd look out and everyone was still there, which is so rare. When you go to close the show down at the end of the night, everyone's still being there and that energy. Um, I, I think it's, there's a, I know what you mean about, okay, there's a wrestling product and then there's a television product. uh, And a lot of the kind of old tropes, the way the industry was done, especially when it got really soap opera-y. And the one thing we don't do is we we don't do um, soap opera stuff. But to me, wrestling is universal. All right. So some of my favorite wrestlers growing up, they would perform the exact same way. They would compete the exact same way. um, Macho man is a prime example. You'd see him spin around and hold his hand up and he'd have that gear and and part of the way Mach was trained and presented was so that every seat could see what he was doing and then when he would do something devious in a match, he would let everyone see it on one side and everyone speculated on another. He was the master of pantomime. He was the master of big and that still exists and uh, that's probably not really on the nose of the question you asked but I think that that's one of the things that really translates on our show. You will never hear a referee or a announcer say turn to the hard cam. These are two men and women. You know, these are men, these are women. We're fighting. I don't give a damn about the hard cam. You find me. Tony's got a great production crew. Keith Mitchell and Tim Walbert got 18 cameras down there. You find me. We're not doing some some weird, you know, it's just television only product.
2: You you mentioned party in the crowd, um, Saturday uh, we're gonna have a party from twelve to three. Uh, before full gear promoting, putting everything on. There's a special guest that's gonna be there. Cody, guess who she? Guess who it is? Who? Gabby. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, Gabby will be there. Twelve to three.
2: Your
3: favorite. I, I am glad that Gabby's getting, getting out there on this scene. And I just want her to, the, the party, you know, like Willie Nelson says, the party, the party never ends. But I just, she just makes sure somebody's watching Gabby, make sure somebody's got eyes on Gabby, uh, the wrestling party. She should have come to the first party, which was last night. Memory lanes. That was Mark. You were there. That was a legit party. That, that was, that was, legit. that was something. Um, but yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll come right out with it. Nobody throws a party like AEW. That's in the ring, that's on the screen, and then that's at the hotel as, as well, <laughs> uh, four horsemen style. Uh, the 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 you can't you can't like just shut down the exuberance, especially with some of the younger, you know, thirty and under types we have that I can barely relate to. But man, I, I can relate to their energy, uh, and I can relate to how good they feel wrestling in front of thousands of people, and just 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 a gift so yes gabby's well gabby's going to be in our house and mark as we tell everybody our house is your house so gabby is more than welcome gabby might as well get an all elite graphic she just she took busted open she took busted open to new heights. uh 100 you know she's just a great signing great acquisition she'd always been part of the team but to really have her out front i think helps a lot you know with what dave's going through
1: well, you know, my next party will be at a microbrewery. I already got my, uh, I already got, I already got my wife texting me like, "What the hell's going on?" So I appreciate you, Cody, for doing that. That should be a fun uh, plane ride to Minneapolis after I get done with the show today. Um, so, but seriously, Cody, like, when you look at what you've been able to accomplish here in two years. Uh, you know where this company was, how this company was founded, how it started, and where it is right now. Uh, you know you went through that tough time during the pandemic, the height of the pandemic, when there was no fans. And I will always remember that first show when you spoke right to the camera. Um, and then here we are now, another huge crowd expected uh, tomorrow night. Just, just, you know, what's this journey these last two years been like for you?
3: Yeah. Um, I mean look at look at my uh, look at my life right now and and it's right there. I mean, and you can even look at a lot in the locker room um, with everyone who's decided this was the time to start families. I know Tony doesn't like to hear it and you know I'm one of those guys who doesn't kiss his ass because I, I see enough people do it, but that guy afforded people a lifestyle that wrestlers deserved that that perhaps they weren't getting. And that's why you see, well, this guy started a family. Paul Turner uh, had a beautiful son. Me and my wife, a beautiful baby. Mox and Renee, a beautiful baby. Um, I'm living the absolute dream. And from a personal perspective, I grew up and I had some heroes in the industry um, who who were able to do what's happening with the crowd. And I'm not going to name any names because it turns into a whole situation but i think we know who we're talking about and to be able to experience that myself um i I don't even want to go further because i'll get i'll legit get emotional the journey of where we've been um it's so important everything you just said through the pandemic uh from from the very first double or nothing through the pandemic to now full gear with this new roster uh that tony's brought in but the the ticket is and my job and my responsibility is, is to not pat myself on the back, to not high-five all the other EVPs every week. Our job is to make it keep going. And I know enough about wrestling that I know we can. And I know, really, we will as long as we stick to our guns uh, and we stick to, to whom, whom we are as individuals. The, the, you know, we're the challenger brand. We are. And uh, we'll, we'll continue to, uh, uh, to be such. But I thank everyone here. Um, I can tell you that. I thank everyone here. This was uh, one of the first shows that said these people are on to something, and even before AEW. You guys said these people were on to something, and, and we we were. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, I'm really excited to see where Tony's vision goes, where the other EVP's vision goes, uh, where my vision goes, and uh, to see this all uh, just continue to grow. Because, hey, Minneapolis Target Center, that's something else. Those so uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, uh, you know what I'm saying? There's, uh, I'm not – that's not a thing where – yeah, there's, that's, Mark, you lived it, man. You were part of that Attitude Era. You were part of it, and I don't need – I'm not lying to any fan out there when I can tell you that every amount of data that exists in this world should tell you where this is going, and that is just good for wrestling fans. If they ever wonder, am I the only one who likes wrestling? They can look around and find out, no, my gosh, it's blowing up. And uh, I'm just happy to be part of it.
1: Yeah. And and Cody, seriously, on a personal level, because I get listen, I I talk honestly on this show about what I love and what I don't love. And I get accused on social media because you brought it up before uh Legrec is an AEW mark. He's on Tony Khan's payroll, which couldn't be further from the truth. I just call it like I see it and I'm a fan of AEW and AEW has always been great with this show. Our, our relationship is strong and it's not based on anything but our love for pro wrestling. So I wanted to personally thank you and AEW for always you know, supplying us with guests and access. Because honestly, I don't, we don't get that from everybody. So the fact that you've been able to do that for us, uh, let me be the first to thank you for that access and also for just, you know, being a part of this show because it does mean a lot.
3: Well, I mean, Dave, I mean, why why sit here and wax poetic right now? I appreciate that. But we're going to keep going, man. We're gonna. You're gonna have to be talking about AEW and pro rest, pro wrestling. I mean, this this tide is rising, and you know what that does. Look at all the releases that just happened, and look at what's about to happen to the indie scene. The indie scene's about to blow up too. So your your is getting getting larger by the day. It, it it truly is. You you're you're a voice for 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 wrestlers. Wrestling, it's and like you said, there's not these big firewalls set up uh, between guests and and between the show. It is a bit more of a casual relationship. It's a personal relationship, and the personal relationship that wrestlers have with busted open is the same personal relationship that wrestlers have at AEW with their fans. Um, that that's how it is. You got to reach across the aisle. If you turn out every light in the building, just put a spotlight on the ring. Well, what is that? You got to light them up. You got to reach across and. Yeah, like I said, we're just waxing poetic, just saying nice things to each other here. But of course, um, but you got more to do, man. You got more to do before you let Gabby take over the show. Imagine what you got another six months left.
1: (laughs) Uh, Cody, uh, I of a lot longer than that, man. You're going to have to take that microphone out of my out of my dead hands because I'm going to be hosting this show. Uh, until the day I die. Cody, thank you so much for the time. Uh, good luck again. AEW's full gear tomorrow night. Not only available on pay-per-view, BR Live, and uh, we'll talk about it, of course, on Monday. Cody, thank you so much for the time, as always.
2: Big party, Mark, thank Dave. You so
3: much. Let's party. And then Rampage, too, y'all. Have a great time. Uh, be safe. We love all y'all. Talk to y'all later.
1: Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producers are Gabby Pisa and Josh Friedman. Sound designed by Mary Bayon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM
2: Podcasts.